Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Unlaced Podcast. If you are new here, please give us a like and subscribe. It's how we grow. I thank you for turning up. And if you've come back again, as I always say, I love you. Uh, This man has been elusive to say the least. (laughs) Says, when I'm in Melbourne, I'll let you know. And it's probably been like eight times. And finally, I caught you. This is the third time, bro. Thank (laughs) thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. I feel like uh, I'm honoured to be honest. I feel like it's about time, bro. You're a geezer from London. Yeah. Played a bit of football back in your day. You moved out here. But whereabouts in London do you grow up? Well, Luton, actually. Luton Luton? Luton. Luton. So is that outside? Yeah, it's like... 30 minutes outside London, so ah. I'll just say London to everyone. Because you got on. top boy vibes right now, bro. Oh, yeah. I wish. I, well, I've got the full, tra- full track you on. Came straight from the airport, yeah, if you're yeah. wondering. Yeah. Straight from the airport, straight into creating content there. Yeah. We, we, we don't mess around. But yeah, I was um, grew up in Luton and then um, moved around, bro, for football, man. You know how the, you know how yeah. the, dream, you know how the dream is. Bro, but we I, yeah, but I know, I know, we've never spoke about it. Yeah, it's Like, true. you know that I've played and I know it's that you've played, true. but we've never, ever no, spoke about that, it. That's actually true. That's, that's good. It's going to be a Because I always thought that would be, like, our middle ground. Because I always like listening to your... Because to be honest, when you were coming on today, I was like, fuck, I'd just love to talk about the Prem with you. Yeah. Because I feel like we'd, we'd vibe off it. Oh, but I was 100%. like, oh... People probably want to talk, learn because like, nah, they see you, you know, do so much more nah, stuff outside the, of the it. The thing is, there's so many ha- hardcore uh, football fans in Australia. You know that, mm. right? Like in Sydney, when I meet people, when they chat to me, they're like, yeah, yeah, I love NRL, I love AFL, but I'm a Chelsea United fan. Let's talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that there, there is, is a, a market. There man. is a huge, like hardcore, because it's a global But sport, it's crazy you know? how there is for that, but not for the A-League. Mm. Like A-League's, it, A-League's a tough one man It's in a tough spot like At the moment to, to content just on that Outside of it And like You, you can't You can't just do A-League You have to do other things Because yeah. it's not big enough Yes yeah, Which de- sucks It's definitely not big enough I mean they, I wish I was in Australia When it was at its highest point Which And I, I think my when I, when I first came I remember someone telling me About like the Wanderers And the, the how it used to be and he showed me videos and I was like wow this place used to be what I've into, this was, that was my life that was Bumping. when I played ladies and gents was, <laughs> uh, you got you got to play in that yeah but I always say I always tell people I'm like man I feel like people don't believe me watch the YouTube t- videos and it's insane but I got man my, I got my my old teammates some of them are actually still playing it they still say outside of the when Sydney were dominant like mm. they won three or four back to back recently which you would have been in Australia mm. for outside of that the best time in the league was when like Del Piero Shinji Ono mm. Thomas Broish like all these crazy ass players mm. It was a good, it was a good, I, I, things that I've heard, it was yeah, good. Yeah, you would have had a field day content-wise at the, like, Sydney derbies and stuff. It, Sydney derbies this year, that, 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 or last year, it was decent. Like, yeah. I remember being at, um, when Yengi scored the goal, I, got, I was, like, right there when he scored oh, the goal. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it was, like the Bellingham celebration. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. And shout out to Yengi, man, he's doing his things at Portsmouth now. Yeah. A couple of Aussies doing their thing abroad, you know. Bro, I love it, man. Mm. I love it. And do you know what? They're, they're, they're real silent about it too. Like, as in, yeah. they get there, some of them are doing real well and we don't hear about it enough. Yeah. 
like, it's so it's true. Like they're banging in goals and stuff. You like don't know. Yeah, they don't really, they don't really um advertise it or broadcast it that yeah. much. Sammy Silvera at Middlesbrough, you yeah, know what the fuck? Yeah, I know him, him and Glover Mc, got a move McGree, like randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had real good seasons, but yeah, true. Yeah, but it was like, a big move. Middlesbrough's a huge. They were club. winning the championship for like a period last season, mm. and then they've just got signed to them. Mm. So, and how do you feel? What what position do you feel like football? Is in in this country at the moment. Um, I feel after the after the, I feel after like, the World Cup and then after the uh, Matildas as well. You well, know? yeah, but see, before the World Cup, I would say it was almost at its lowest. Mm. I, I felt in regards to like not so much the quality of league or the individuals, but like just the support and mm. the funding coming into it. Mm. Like, because I think there's really good players in the A League. I think there's some players in the A League that probably shouldn't be playing, or they get more opportunities than. They would have back in my time, mm. but just the overall support, like Melbourne City, for the last two seasons, the football they've played yeah. has been so high quality, but no one watches. Like mm. you wouldn't watch it, yeah, because true. like they have two thousand fans, yeah, and I'm like, that's like I said to I spoke to Jamie McLaren. I'm like Matthew Leckie, all these players. I'm like, you guys do not get any respect. Like people how should be coming to watch your game. You know, it. it's so hard to get eyes on it. I feel like with the yeah, with I don't all know the how other to do sports. It competing and, I, and I've and I've tried trust me but it's like with all the other sports they're competing with and we also know the stereotype of how they give hooligans or whatever a name in the news or stuff where there's one football fight and and it's everywhere and it's all over the world and then everyone's like ban this and ban that and ban these people and it's like yeah, it's, it makes it harder especially in Australia because you know that they don't want Football to get as big as AFL can you see that? Because oh, I think like I'm blinded by that view because I've grown up in it. Hundred and ten percent, but yeah, coming from outside, I think I noticed it first when I think it was the the, the Tommy Glover uh, guy oh, came in and hit him and whatever, and that yeah. went all over the world. That went pretty viral, didn't it? Yeah. But before that, I think I think even the year before Magic Ground, it was literally like a WWE fight next to me. With like all the South fans, uh, <laughs> South Penrith, it was lit. Like I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and it was nowhere. It wasn't on news. It wasn't on nothing. Mm. After that, I was like, then I was like, oh, there's an agenda here. Yeah, that they're trying to push. Yeah, um, to make it look like football fans are very unsafe and wild and, and hooliganish and Green Street yeah. hooligans or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but it's crazy as well because like in AFL or in cricket, you get that aspect of it. Like mm. Bay Thirteen's glorified in. The cricket where they get pissed and like do, that. do crazy shit. They might necessarily punch on, but like there is fights that happen. Mm. Like it's like it's if you're in Bay 13, you're a mad, you're a mad mm, cut. Mm, mm, do you know what I mean? Whereas like if you did that in they have that in AFL, is that well AFL? AFL like do they have those mad fights? AFL in regards to like abuse and there are fights, mm. but like it's been happening for so long with some of the bigger teams that like no one really gives a shit. Like it, it was never ever been as bad as what happened in the Melbourne Derby though. Uh, okay. Like yeah, no players ever. I mean, been like, football fans are the most passionate. Yeah, I will say that they are they are the most passionate because it's all, it's all over the world. So yeah. it's just a, it's a global sport, isn't it? It was. You know it was. I mean? Yeah. Well, you just yeah. I mean, I know the Melbourne Derby thing was bad, but like bro, it's in, much worse in other parts of the world, bro. Mm, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's like yeah, yeah, almost yeah. nothing too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred. Hundred and ten percent. What? Where do you think? Like, if you were to come in and assess where the game's at, because you've got a probably a cleaner set of eyes. Like, what do you I, think's I missing? Think it, I think it fuck. Uh, it mimics what you said, bro. Because my friend, right? This is this is testament to the standard of the A League. He came from UK, um, and he just came to stay with me for like two weeks, two of them. And he's like a hardcore United fan. 
goes to the games, goes to Man United games, goes to travels like his weekend, basically Man United, you know what I mean? Mm. So that's the quality of football he's used to. So I was like, you know what? I want him to go to like a, a Wanderers game when he came in. I think it was, I think it was the Derby. I think, yeah, I think it was the Derby. I was away, but I sent him and my mate to the, to the game and I think uh, we won, Wanderers won. I was like, oh, like, what do you, what do you think? And he's like, bro, the standard is fucking good. Yeah. But the crowd is like nothing's going on. I know, it's weird, isn't it? He's like, some of this is like, you take that quality of game and you put it like in Europe and the crowd's going absolutely nuts. It's a mm. back and forth game. But it's like, hey, it's like, there's family sections, there's segregated sections here, there's that. And it's like, not, everyone's not like together. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Bro. So that was, that was, that's pretty much it, bro. Fuck, man. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's so right. And I, from his perspective, it was like, good to get a clean slate of eyes and he loved football. So I, I kind of, that's kind of how I look at it. Bro, I played my first club in there. This is why I've, I've like, always had this like, um, like struggled view of the A-League because sometimes it's so great. And sometimes like my experience, mm. the construct of the league was like, it's not an excuse, but it was a big part of why, like, I, I failed because, mm. like, I went so to... So you a, came... What was your system? My, so you, my, came, I you was, came through the youth system of... Yeah, so I actually... Funny, I said... I didn't never said this on my last podcast when I spoke about my story, but yeah. the truth is, is I had um, conversations with Blackburn Rovers at, and Celtic at, oh. at 14 or 15. Jesus, but so at, young, bro. Bro, I know. So young, but, and bro. The, I, hate, I hate that football... Football's such a young game, bro. It's ridiculous. Like, what, right? like at 15, 14, like... Also, the the catch was, is like, I was like, fuck, I'd love to go do that mm. because I'd been on trials at 12 and then I played in the state team and, and yep. got that call. But um, my parents, I would have had to go live with, like, I couldn't live in digs. It was too young. Like, oh, so you would, you would live with a host family? Or host family or my mum and dad would have to move their life, mm. which was like, they were contemplating doing that because my mum's from the UK. Okay. But then um, to answer your question about the pathway, I, then I got the AIS, Australian Institute of Sport. Yeah, which which don't have anymore? Yeah. Which, yeah. man, from like 1980-something to 2019, mm. that was like, instead yeah. of going to the youth league um, academies of the A-League teams, That's the best 25 in the country would go there with like one of the best youth coaches in the country or the world. Insane. And we would just like produce players. That is an, why did they get rid of that system? Because I think, well, one, we were troublesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> troublesome program. On, the best players aren't, aren't going to be like yeah. walks in the park. Well, Mark Viduka was in that system correct. as well, no? But I think, yeah, man, Mark Viduka, Craig Moore, Lucas Neal, like legends. Um, but I think because it's the AAS, it was built for the Olympics. Um, and I think per scholarship, it costs like 100 grand or something. So they're paying for like 25 scholarships for one medal mm. when you can pay for one girl who's a sprinter who might win five. Yeah, Do you know what oh, I mean? So it didn't make sense. Yeah, I think it was a financial thing. Oh, that's but still, sucks, man, bro. I feel bad for the place Henri, now. Because says similar, if you listen to Henri's story, his was a similar sort of thing in terms of there was a, something like that in France where it was like yeah. the best 20 or 20 so players growing up. Like he grew up playing with Trezeguet on that national team kind of thing oh. till they were in the first team together, you know? And it's like that... There should be a system like that still. I know. Well, I'm obviously concerned. They have, obviously, they have the Australian national team on, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm concerned for, because I just don't think we're, our country's quite good enough to spread out the talent like that and rely on mm. 
other coaches and but there still is a lot diluted. of talent coming out of Australia. Man. Well, there is, man. Still it, surprisingly. I hope and I hope that's then I'm wrong. Mm. You know, but we'll There's always a very, very like young talent coming out of the A League and that are moving abroad. Even you look at Qual. I'm glad he's kind of getting back on his uh yeah. on his path. I was worried now. about him for a second. A, li- a little bit, but it was it was always gonna be it was always gonna be tough. He's never gonna start over Almiron. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what people don't understand here. And Newcastle are ballers. The the team that you go on loan to is so key, bro. Yeah. It's so key. You look at like when Reese James went on loan to Wigan, like there should be stuff. I don't play. I don't know if people want to get into technicalities, but there should be stuff in your contract that states you need to pay mm. X amount of games if you're going on loan. Mm. You need to start X amount of games because coming off the bench for the last twenty minutes suck. It's not developing. That's not going to develop you at, at any level. Do you mm. know what I mean? You need to be starting. You need to be playing minutes. You need to be. That's the reason you go on loan. Yeah. If you do that, you can do that in the prem. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. if you're if you're trying to develop a player, he has to be starting. And I'm worried about men. I'm worried about Tilio now as well, Marco Tilio. Is he? Been, how is he? How is he doing there? I, don't, I haven't actually spoke to him, but he hasn't like he hasn't has, played. Hasn't played at all. I don't know if he's injured. I actually don't know, but he haven't I haven't seen him in any squads. So um, he was balling here last yeah, year. He was dribbling up, from like behind yeah, halfway and scoring goals. Players. Yeah, yeah. Was, I, mean, I watched him in the in the final. Hey guys, just a quick pause in this episode to let you know that I've partnered with Vibe Culture. Now, I don't know about you, but I love having a good time on the weekend, socializing with my mates over a few beers, but I also love seizing the day and being productive. And that's where Vibe Culture comes in. Their new wake up blend, I've got the tropical punch here, is the perfect way to seize your day just with a scoop of it into your water bottle in the morning and it'll keep you going. It's also a really good replacement for coffee for those big coffee drinkers out there that need to keep going back for the second and third and fourth to get those energy hits. This will get your day going after those late nights, movie marathons, or even those hangovers to keep you on track for the day. Now, what I love about them, as I said, it's a very healthy replacement. They've got it down to two grams of sugar and 54 calories per serving. And it's not about what's low inside. It's about what's packed in it. And their infused herbs with their botanical blend, Vibe Culture's got going, makes it the perfect recipe and the perfect boost for me in the day. Also, what I love about this company is they want to look after you, the Unlaced listeners. So if you head to the Vibe Culture website, which is in the bio below, and you plug in the discount code UNLACED, you'll get 15% off your first purchase and the morning will thank you. So get around them. It's a great brand doing great things and I love having it to kickstart my day. Let's get back into the episode. What I was saying about the A-League is I went to a club, Gold Coast, my first season at the end of it, the license got, like this club just Oh, it just extinct. disappeared, right? What yeah, happened extinct. to that Gold Coast club? Oh, we had crazy owner, but it happened to like North Queensland Fury oh as well. So there was like a period before. <laughs> so, the, you were, so how old were you? When you were, 17, 10 so you were 17, about to get probably a pro contract. No, I, 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 oh, played, I played a season then. Oh, you played a season as a pro there? Yeah. And it just. In the last eight weeks, we were like had this cloud over the club of like, will it survive? And then we got we got a meeting. We had a meeting and said like, yeah, you, you guys are done. <laughs> and I'm Back there, like, go home. I'm there, You're like, unemployed. I'm there, like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Yo, football's a brutal. Bro, game, I walked bro. out to a game. The owner was fighting with the A League. I walked in. We walked into the changer. I told this story before. And we used to have this like hotel resort as yeah. our sponsor, yeah. which is his. And then we walked in. There was just this yellow parchment paper just. T- touch over it saying freedom of speech <laughs> like telling them and we had to play it and I was like photographed as like the With spoke- freedom of speech freedom of speech shirt. yeah oh my god it was a joke man that's, yeah. that's so insane. like it's fucking man like, I'm like fuck man maybe if I like played for Sydney FC and like mm. that shit didn't happen yeah. maybe things get different you but know? But I, always, like, I always say like you know as cliche as it is like obviously everything happens for a reason well yeah looking back now man it's like it made you tougher yeah also oh, men, oh, the mental resilience you have 
from being a footballer is unmatched. Yeah. Like, do you find no, do you find no, that with it's, life? It's unmatched, bro. Like no one can no one can tell me anything. Yeah, I agree. Like you got there's nothing in I life agree. after you've played pro football or played at a high level in football. There's nothing in life that can fuck you up, bro. Right. Because you've had to compete for however many long, however much long on certain teams. Maybe you've been the worst player at a time. Maybe you've been the joke of the crew. Maybe you've not been playing. Maybe you've had a shit time. Like you've just had to go through ups and downs so much from like your early teens, really, mm. that it's like, oh, what? Video done shit? Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know correct. I mean? Oh, what? You don't like? Oh, You've been called an effing yeah, FNC like, from your coach your, at 15. Like, yeah, your, men, your mental resilience is just through the roof, which is probably why, like, you in this space now, it's like it's not easy. a walk in a park for you, but it's like, oh, this is, I can do this. Yeah, like, I don't make the back page of a paper if yeah. I fuck it up. Yeah, some exactly. shit, some shit like that. <laughs> exactly. Bro. Yeah. So, no. Nah, um, well, tell me about your career. Cause like what? Bro, my career was all over the place, man. I was just ch I was chasing the. Did you retire dream, young bro. or like what? Nah, so I was still playing when I came over here. I was playing MPL. Um, uh huh. Did you playing, like MPL here? Uh, the money is good. Yeah, bro. Stupid. The money in MPL. I hate, is fucking, I hate it. I hate it. I don't understand it, how it's that good, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> some dodgy, yeah, some, some dodgy shit going on in MPL. <laughs> hey, shout out to the MPL yeah, clubs, shout stuff. out to MPL, Victoria hey, and, and New South Wales. Shout out to the MPL clubs, man, because you lot are you lot because. When I tell the man them back home, like, yo, this is how much man are getting paid in Australia. They say, what? Yeah. All right, let me try and look for a couple of flights. I might have to see if I can find a club. You but obviously, twice a week? Three twice, times? Twice or three times a week and you get that and they might even hook you up with a job. You might even get a little coaching Bro. coaching role as well. Bro, it's decent. People, there was players, when I played one year at South Melbourne, there was a couple of players that had potential A-League opportunities. And they said no. Because of the money. They make more outside. <laughs> like one was like a school teacher on like 1500 a week, say. Yeah. So and he's making make, like 150 bags. You're making And then you get offered 60K to go to an elite club. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Go yeah. live, out, live out. Fuck that. Yeah. So, it's so that, true. Bro. But my, my journey. So basically I, I played in, in Luton Town when I was growing up and then um, I moved to America because my dad lives in America and then right. um, joined an academy over there, which is, Atlanta United now, they're currently in the MLS. Whoa. So I joined that academy and then pretty much it was like go pro or go to uni and everyone pretty much went to uni. I went to uni for like two, three years and then in North Carolina, Kentucky and then played pro for a little bit over there in the second division. Which what is now, the fuck? Yeah, second division, slash third division um, over there. Then went to Holland for a bit, played in Holland for... A couple months, so I was like, I got signed like a six month deal, really, with yeah. the club, and then the club fucking folded. It was like third division. <laughs> like, I literally was, too, bro. I was trying everything, bro. I'm telling you, we're trying it. You know, when you're a footballer, like, it's just, you're just like, if there's a club in fucking, if there's a club in Kazakhstan and they're offering me, oh, I'm going. Bro. Do you know what I mean? If there's a club, is, you don't give a fuck. You just want to play pro. You don't care. This is why the, the one thing I look massively down on Australian sports, I don't know if it happens in NRL, but 100% in AFL, you get people that get drafted, like they're Melbourne boys, they get mm. drafted to Sydney or Brisbane and they're like homesick. And I'm like, bro, bro, you better bro, shut we've the fuck had, up. They have been mandem living in fucking Russia. Bro, I'm telling you, no, no one speaks the language for like three years exactly. just to play pro just football to, just to, play to make the World Cup bro, squad. I'm telling you, like, and not you, say a peep. If you love the game that much, it doesn't. It, you don't. Man, care, people bro. come home homesick in in the same country. That's insane. It yeah. doesn't make sense that's to that, me, bro. I've never heard of. Well, that. I'm not right in saying that, bro. That's, that's, like that's got to be Aussie is, thing. Is that a part of NRL? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
Like, not, it, can't, can't Melbourne Storm. People come to Melbourne Storm from like other states, but uh, I don't know if that's Get like homesick, bro. Come on, man. Bro, genuinely, that happens in but the again, NFL. Again, it's football, bro. Like football is just like. You know how hard it is to make it in football. Yeah. So like, if you could, if you get a sniff of an opportunity, you, go you, anyway. you, you grab it with two hands. I even went to I went to Italy for a bit. I was playing in there. I played against uh, a Dusan Vlaovic who uh, he's at Juventus now. Oh. I played against him when he's at Fiorentina. What? I marked him. What? Yeah, yeah. There's kids. Because you were centre half, yeah, right? Centre half. I marked. Him. I actually put him in my pocket. You shook my hand <laughs> after the game. You shook my hand <laughs> after the game. He did that shit. You know. <laughs> And um, Boateng, oh, Boateng when he was over there as well. Oh, Kevin Prince? Yeah, Prince. I played against oh, Prince. Oh, he, bro. He, he, I used was, to do my hair, hair yeah, like him as a kid because yeah, I, I to, loved I, him, bro. I loved him. He's just got such an aura about him. But it's yeah, got, I went, went to... too. Definitely. And yeah. he's, he was in Sydney a lot longer. Was um, he? Have you, have you seen his current... Um, his current potty. He was on Rio's oh, podcast. Oh, I see. He's, he's had a clip blow up. Yeah, he was on Rio's podcast talking about like playing uh, with Messi and Ronaldo. Yes. But he said like he he's found God now and... It was in Sydney. He's like, Sydney's my home now. And I'm like, Bro, what? we need to link up with I'm like, Prince. Kev, I, I don't know if he's moving. I don't know if he, mean, I, if he means my home. I'm like, bro, he must be moving over here. Can he still play? Or is he done? I think he's probably Fuck, done. Fuck, he could do a gig for he's Sydney FC. Oh, my God. 100% could, could do a gig. Some oh, dimes, my God. Right? Just put, stick him up top. <laughs> so, I mean. He might be getting on that NPL yeah, deal, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, Lord <laughs> almighty. I know someone will take him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, pretty much, I, pl I played in Italy for a bit, and then I went back to England, and I was playing, like, non-league in England, and I just hated it, bro. I was, like, working two jobs, because um, non-league non in England. Bro. I, played, don't, people, I played three games, and I... Bro, people don't understand. That is dangerous. the... It's the way. If you're gonna lose your love for the game, you'll lose it in non-league football, yeah, bro. Because yeah. you train, I think, twice a week, and you play on the weekends. But you're playing against the people you play against, and the environment you're playing against is so toxic. You either come out a man, or you just fold. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I played a couple of seasons in it, and you might be a young fella. Say you, you got people coming down, and you got people going up in terms of the football ladder, mm -hmm. right? So say I was at Hitchin Town. And what happened is Hitchin has got a starting eleven, but Hitchin will go loan a young guy from Luton Town or MK Dons. That's a guy who's already on a pro contract at MK Dons or Luton Town comes into the team, so now he's supposed to start. But you're, but you want to start, so it's like you're fighting with this guy that's just come down from playing pro, and you two are fighting for the same position. But this guy has to play, and it's like you got to be better. It's, it's just so much politics, but as well. Mentally, you're not playing the type of football you want to play. I, I think the it's harder. The ball is in the air 24-7. <laughs> the ball is in the Like, if you, don't yeah, know how to, if you don't know how to head the ball or hit channels... Yeah, I'm done. I'm done in that league. You're, you're finished. I'm but zero If you're, if you're a striker, it, it, it's probably the easiest... Not the easiest position, but it's the... A good way to make it up the ranks. Yeah, well, if you're a well usually like Jamie Vardy. There's heaps of stories yeah, of strikers. If you just if you can just score goals, you, you just keep teams, going up. You just keep going up. You're just like people. People go, oh, you can get me thirty. I'll take you. You can get me thirty yeah. goals. I take you up. You can get me twenty goals. I'll take you up. So you get teams, but you can make a, a fuck ton of money. But you can also uh, lose your love for the game. And I've seen a lot of people lose their love for the game and not go high and just yeah, yeah. stay at that level. So fuck I was nice, just man. I was I I kind of saw that foreshadowing for myself, and I was like, nah, man. Got changed my it's environment call, again bro. and then just went to Australia. 
Hey folks, just a quick pause in this episode, which I hope you're enjoying, just to let you know that I have partnered with Dabble. Dabble is a gambling agency, one of the great platforms out there where you dabble socially and gamble responsibly. Very similar to Instagram, where you can follow some of the head honchos in the various sports and copy their bets to get some good wins on the board. Now, one of the more interesting things we're doing this year with Dabble is Jake's Take, a weekly stream every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m., where we put a couple of bets on some greyhounds, we get some guests on the show, and we cut up shop around what's happening around town in all codes across sport. So make sure you come on down, check it out within the Double app, and let's get back into the episode. So why was it Sydney? Like what, what had you been so, here before? So, so pretty much, um, I was talking to, I was actually supposed to come Melbourne, bro. Oh, That's the fucked up thing. I was, supposed, bro, I, was supposed to, I was supposed to sign for Melbourne Knights. Oh, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, was, oh, I, I, was, play, I played for them. Oh, I was chatting to Melbourne Knights, and because I'm a visa player, bro, it was so hard for me. Oh. So they were like, yeah, we really like you, blah, 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 blah. Um, That's Mark Paducah's check, club, yeah, you know? Oh, he's old. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, is, is it Croatia background? Yeah, 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 Croatian club. Yeah, so I was, I was chatting to them, and they were like, listen, we really like you, um, but there's only you and another guy, and you're a defender, so we're not sure if we want to sign you, blah, blah, blah. But if you come to Australia, come for a trial, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? I'm, just, I'm, I'm one of those guys, right? that I'm a firm believer in create the energy that you want. So when I landed in Australia, but I didn't have a job, I didn't have a club. Fuck you. I didn't have fucking a, like. I didn't have a job or a club. I didn't have no income. I I, I landed with like, probably like three grand, $3,000 in my account. I was like, fuck it. And I was just like emailing teams, messaging teams. Uh, shout out to Jonah Football because he's actually the person who got me my first trial, man. I went and did a session with him. Fucking charged me through the roof at the time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking session of Jonah Football cost you an arm and a leg, but yeah. de- definitely worth it. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Jonah, man. Yeah, shout out, bro. But, um, it, was, it was after we did I did a session at Jonah Football and then he was like, oh, have you got any clubs? At the time I was trialing with Marconi. He was like, um, I know a guy that's just got an NPL one team um, called North Shamanos. He's actually looking for a centre-back. Buzzed him, gave him a call, went for a trial with them and then boom, they signed me. Perfect. So yeah, man, everything just kind of fell into place. Because I, what I do, what I do admire about you is like I don't think it's easy to go into another country, another culture, especially like an Australian culture, because it's like <laughs> pretty unique, like yeah, place. Definitely. Like there's not really like definitely. a lot of cultural things about us other than like drinking beers and all mm. that sort of shit. But to then be like with a different background to take over the internet, mm. like people really enjoy your clips on TikTok. Um, go really well when you translate like English culture to Australian yeah, culture. Yeah. I love when you break that down. I think for me, I, f- I understood very, very early. I'm talking like two, three years ago, maybe like a couple of days after my first video blew up or, you know, when I was first started making videos, I was like, there's a, there's a market here. Mm. And I was like, you need to capitalize. So I was, I was very much like, I wasn't like, Oh, one video blew up. Like, Oh, that's sick. I was like, next one. All right. Can I, what can I do next? Oh, what do people want to see? Oh, what, yeah. did, what did well here? Oh, that did well. Let me see if I can change that and do this. And then maybe add that on. Oh, they didn't like that. Oh, let me try this again. I was very much calculated at the start of it because I knew there was like a short window on TikTok. I was like, yeah, if you're going to do you're this, fresh. you're fresh. I was like, there's yeah. a short window. I was like, if you're going to do this, then bang, you got you to do it hard. So that was, that was pretty much what I did at the start, man. And I know like Australian culture, people love it. Or Australians love it when you can relate to their culture, but also add your own flavor. Yeah, yeah, hundred so, percent. That's pretty much my niche. Because it's cool. Because we don't really. Because when you when you live in like our culture, we don't get anyone 
like breaking it apart. Mm. We're just living in it. So when yeah. you talk about it, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. When I uh when I when I took AFL back back home and sh- I've done a few clips that have gone pretty viral with me and my boy just watching AFL. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, people the, can't believe like the, the sport. Look, yeah, the roughness of the sport and how they can just hit each other and they just continue, they get up and it's like everything's going on. And I'm just like, bro, this sport is yeah. insane. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And even the culture in terms of in Sydney, anyway, I don't know how I don't know about Mel's, but in Sydney, it's very laid back culture, mm. um, and it's a very good work life balance. That's what I say to all my friends. Like, oh, if you good. just if you want to get find that balance of working hard and also enjoying like a lifestyle where you go to the beach, go for a couple of drinks with the lads on a Sunday, you know, go for beers on a Friday, then it's it's, it's very much like that in Sydney, for sure, man. Oh, beautiful. Well, I want to um, I want to get. Get some Prem questions across. Oh, yeah, let's go, man. I want to start with Tottenham. Okay. And what, ball, who, who do you go for? I'm, um, my mum's from Manchester, so yeah. I was Man-U. born into Man U uh, on the red side, though. On the red side, okay. Yeah. Good but, and bad years. <laughs> oh, man, I've experienced, like, yeah. I never thought it would end. Yeah, good so, and like, bad years. So, like, now I don't think we'll ever, now I don't think we'll ever win a trophy again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The era's crazy. Yeah. The era's, Sir Alex era was different. Do you know what, though? I will say something, because I've watched, um, man, my favourite content on YouTube at the moment, surprisingly, is Gary Neville, mm. like, his Sky Sports um, interviews, whether it's at the overlap or, like, he's just got this one stick to football. Yeah. Where, like, the latest one was Roy Keane, Ian Wright. Was it his dad as well or something? Not his dad? No, was it Roy Keane's? It was Roy Because I saw oh, a clip Bex, of... Beckham, Beckham. That was Beckham's dad. Oh, okay. All right, that was right. when Beckham was on. Oh, so that was the first one. Oh, they promoted really? the Netflix doc. Oh, so. okay. But anyway, they asked this question, and Ian Wright said something so interesting. It was, like, Ten Hag or um, Postacoglu. And... Everyone's like, well, Postacoglu's obviously been there for a short period. Mm. They might not stay there for as long. They don't have the squad depth. Mm. But it's like Ten Hag, like, achieved um, a trophy, got them back into the Champions League. Mm. But because he's been there, I think this is his second or third season. Yeah, maybe second or third, yeah. Yeah, he's like, because of how bad they are now, it just shows that level to go from winning a trophy, making Champions League, to actually challenging for the league, like mm. Arsenal. Mm is such a big gap yeah. that it, he doesn't think Ten Hag can do that now. Uh, okay. He can't make that jump. What mm. do you think? It's a big For, call. It, it is a big call. I, I honestly, I don't know if I rate Ten Hag that much. I don't think I like him either. I don't know if I rate him that high. I listened to what Zlatan said, maybe I was on Pierce Morgan. Did you hear that? He kind of said like, he's used to, ma- he hasn't managed egos before. Mm. He hasn't managed a team of this magnitude before. He hasn't had to, you know, put himself in that position. So, it's it's kind of hard to see how he can take him to that next level, mm. which I don't know if he can. For for me, uh, Ange, I think he's just ch- he's going to change the landscape of managers in general. I think he's go- I think he's going to like really, really, just be something of a different sort of character. He already is creating that character. He's already had like what he's doing at Tottenham at the moment. But then also what, when we t- when you talk about away from football, when you just listen to him talk about life it's just like crazy, I want to fucking man. kill this. I want to kill for this guy I would run out there and like die for this guy do you yeah. know what I mean like if you're if he's he's almost got that I don't want to go too far but he's almost got that Sir Alex like er, el- elegance to him do you know what yeah. I'm saying like yeah. that almost that aura is like you you kind of want you can kind of see why 
Tottenham are doing well. Yeah, like nothing phases him. Mm. Like he's very cool, calm. I, I mean, I was shocked. Humble beginners as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew he'd do well eventually, but I'm shocked at how quick. I thought he, I thought he'd go through the rigor of like yeah. maybe lose your job first. Mm. Like he's done it. Like he's done everywhere else yeah, he's been, yeah, and yeah. then he comes out and wins a league. Mm, mm, mm. But he's just fucking on top, mm, undefeated. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for them, man. My, my dad is a Spurs fan as well. Is he? So, yeah. yeah, well, Madison's talking about, like he said, it's a bit cliche, but I'd run through a wall for him. Mm. I'm like, fuck me. Like, yeah, that's man. insane. Nah, he's, he's, he's doing well, man. Do you think, um, do you think Man City can be challenged? They've like shown a few signs of I think if anyone's going to, I mean, obviously such. Arsenal beat him the other week. Which uh, is the first time in a long first time. First time in a long time, but that said, that speaks volumes. Obviously, they were missing KDB, they were missing a couple of players, or whatnot, Rodri, yeah. Rodri, and whatnot. But it just definitely speaks volumes to where Arsenal are, and mm. maybe challenging. But I don't know. I just always think City are just. I just think they're just too much. I just think. Yeah. I think this is this is a whole era. Until I, I'm like, for me, I'm like, until Pep leaves, I, I'm not gonna second guess them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're fucked, aren't they? That's you got to add Haaland now. Just makes it worse. Do you know what I mean? Before you'd go, oh well, maybe then I have a striker, but then they got Haaland now. Just when yeah, you know. So I'm just like, nah, I'm, I, I can't see them. What do you them. think? Um, so obviously Pep's won, but. For Arsenal, because mm. I, I think they, I think they're missing a number nine, like to win them. Like as in, I love Jesus, I love Enketia, yeah. but I'm like Haaland. That's the difference. But, you know what I mean? It's, it's so, how many calibers of Haaland are there in the world? Yeah, I know. There's not, there's you can't probably, just go out and get Haaland. I don't know. Who, they're, they're talking about Ivan Tony. Like that's their gut. That's, yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. He's not even on the. He's not even obviously Ivan Tony's a proven striker, but when you talk about the scale of Haaland, it's mm. like it's, it's so hard for them to to compete with that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Chelsea at the moment, man? Chelsea, bro, I'm lost with them. Yeah. I'm really lost with I them. I don't recognize my team, and I'm emotional about. Oh, you <laughs> let it out, bro. bro I'm emo- do you know what? No, do you let know it what? out. Do you know what? As Chelsea fans, it's probably made us more emotional. Is the fact that Hazard retired the other day. Oh, yeah. So we had all the memories flooding back of like Hazard. How good we were. How good we were. That Hazard era, that fucking when we were unplayable, when we, I think it was at like 2015, 2016, Hazard, Willian on either wing. Oh. Diego Costa through the middle. Fabregas. Fabreg- ah. Fab's there just playing ball, intricate Fab, passes. Fab. Terry at the back. Is, I was just like, oh, come on, man. What happened to my team? Yeah. <laughs> do you know dude. what I was saying? But I think, I think it's going to be a long time, man. What do you think? Do you think it's, like obviously they've spent so much money, which is why they're getting criticised. But do you think they've actually signed the wrong players as well, or do you think they've signed too much to gel it in time? Because I, I think Poch is—I think, think Poch is going to be think, a good manager. I think I don't know. I don't know if he'll, it's just know. hard to manage that. Yeah, it's definitely hard to manage that. I also think the the new owner and structure of management is just fucked us over. Yeah, it's just because he's. He, the way he's approaching football is like not how it should be approached. Just mm. like buy a bunch of players, ship them all in, he fucking go. Whereas like Abramovich, it was definitely more like you can see him and the manager had a relationship and the players that whoever was br- they were bringing in, it was players that they want that we wanted. It was never like this is the player that you're, you're being given. Yeah. Do whatever with him. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Todd Bowley, you can see we're getting those kind of players. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's going to be a very, very hard um, adjustment period. I, I can't see us even challenging for Premier League I mean top four this season because I still keep I, I don't know if you feel this way I'm still waiting for this like penny drop moment with Chelsea like it all clicks yes because I can't I'm like they're too good to like the t- players they've got the manager I'm like yeah. surely it's gonna work eventually uh, eventually but uh, it, they just keep not winning yeah. <laughs> I mean last week I mean I think it was the first or scoring goals where we I think it was Bur- Burnley we beat and that was, that was the first time where we actually looked yeah. half dangerous you know Cole Palmer put one in and Sterling was playing well, a bit unplayable. He's, 
But I was just like, that's, that's really one or two games, you know. You, you, you got to see it over a period of time. But we'll see how we do, man. At the moment, I'm just like, I'm not expecting anything from us. What about your um, your mob, Luton Town? Are you, are you waiting for them to fall off? Is yeah. like... Yeah, uh, relegation battle is always my favorite. Yeah, it's, yeah it's always it's my favorite. Like the grind down there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's like, just it's fucking do one. or die, man. Yeah, I like mean, AFL right now giving out priority picks and support to the bottom team mm-hmm. to like help them get off the where they've been. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> imagine if that happened. <laughs> that doesn't like your club. Like, you just go down to the next league and you can keep going down for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's actually an insane concept. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's, it's actually fucking, actually like relegation. It's what's it's what makes football all over the world like really good and really bad at the same time yeah you don't want you don't want to get rid of it and there's there's like four I think five pro divisions in England yeah. so you can literally <laughs> go from slide all the way down to like non-league football what's happened to teams Portsmouth that happened too they you just kept I mean? going down when down, they went down, yeah down you know so it's, it's even teams like Blackburn because when I was growing up I grew up on Blackburn like more than Gams Pedersen do you know what I mean two so, guys do you know what I mean two guys those kind of guys yeah, are in the Premier League bro. I'm like they're, they're like they're like a solid like League 1 like League 2 team now bro. do you know what I mean so yeah now nah, relegation is, is, a, is, a, is a funny concept I don't think I'm hoping we'll survive Luton, but I don't. I, I can't really see us surviving. Yeah. What? Well, so, what's your plan in Melbourne? What's What's the next? Melbourne. Hopefully, man. As I said, um, I'm gonna go see my my mate Ibby. You might know Ibby. Oh yeah, uh, comedian. Yeah, comedian. yeah, yeah. yeah. See Ibby, link up with him. Hopefully, shoot some vox pops while I'm out here. Maybe tonight or tomorrow. But it's raining, so I don't oh, even. Oh man, it's dead, isn't it? I, I don't know. People go out in Melbourne when it's raining. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Melbourne's Don't good. Melbourne, Melbourne nightlife's good, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sydney people like it's raining now. I'm staying in. No, you know what? I didn't think our nightlife was like that great, and then I went to Sydney, <laughs> and I'm like, Melbourne's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, Sydney, true. like there's no point going out. Unless yeah, you, no, you may as well right. go out at 11 a.m. Yeah, no, be torched true. by and, nighttime and, and go home. And is it what's that club in Melbourne where it's open to like 6 a.m. Uh, uh, which doesn't close Revolver. Is that uh, what you're talking about? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I heard, there's I heard, a couple. There's a couple of those clubs in Melbourne. I think. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I don't know if I'll be in them, but I might be about. <laughs> uh, well, but it's been good to have you on the show, nah, man. Thanks for we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get you back on at some Bruh, point. Again, when, I'm sure Mel- we'll do, when I'm in Melbourne, when I'm in Melbourne, we're just gonna do it every time. Yeah, yeah I love having you on. Let's do it, man. All right, bro. Sure. Appreciate you. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning OzCast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. OzCast. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details.